It's your girl Elle, corporate in-house designer, and I just want to do my job. Hey y'all, it's Kay, your favorite public health nerd, being black as hell at work. Hey y'all, you beautiful, brilliantly bold black women. It's your girl V, here doing my own unlearning while educating folks in the process. I'm behind the scenes on a little hiatus. And we're we're clocking clocking in to talk all things being black at work. We are back to the Clocking In podcast. I was going to find the Clue Bombs uh, sound effect to drop on my phone. They they got an app with sound effects where you can find a... Oh, yeah, please do. I I couldn't find it today, but I'm going to find Um, it. We can do it next time. I found... No, I did rip uh, Where the Money Reside, though, for later. (laughs) Okay. Rip it up so we can do that. Uh Hey... Oh, well, how was your week last week, Elle? You know, it, it is, uh, it's starting to get better, I guess. You, I told you we didn't went through this whole, like, upheaval in the company. But, um, I think it makes sense. All I know is I'm tired of hearing the I don't knows. And, uh, I'm just ready to kind of get to business. Because your girl gonna be held accountable for whatever even if it's not my fault so I'm just trying to be about my business learn what I need to learn you know take the necessary steps so that's that's been my week trying to track down answers and such um but I feel that it's been um it's been a little rocky I'm like kind of forming my (laughs) my go-to people like my team of like when when stuff pop off, okay, this is what I found out. This what did you learn? I that kind of exchange of information, but um yeah, that's been that's been like well, that's probably been all the past couple months. But that's I feel like I've made progress this week. <clears throat> and then of course we didn't have this this blizzard. So, you know I'm in the house. <laughs> Yeah, and y'all done sent that shit down here. Uh, well, look, people want to <laughs> act like global warming ain't real. It don't snow here on the regular. You only find snow on the mountaintop. Here we right. are. The whole street is covered. <laughs> and That's they crazy. don't like salt here because they're trying to protect the earth, which oh, I understand. But that means we're yeah, like slipping you gonna... and sliding. <laughs> you slipping and sliding. <laughs> That's not saying. Y'all trick daddy out there. <laughs> So I'm That's just crazy. glad I got my uh my meal meal prep box. So I ain't got to go to nowhere, nobody's store. At least Come for on, the next prep. couple days. So what about that. you, my love? <clears throat> uh last week was good. Second week at the new gig. Mm-hmm. I got a full rundown of every project that I'll be responsible for in leading. And so exciting. I know. I'll be working on I want to say seven different disease states, quality improvement for seven different diseases. Um, So I'm excited. It feels really good to be actually using all of my knowledge because at the last place I found myself, and I talked about this with one of my coworkers who's now my friend, my former coworker, she's still there. Um, But it, it, it sharpens your skills to be at a place where, you know, they don't really follow the right public health protocol. They don't really do evidence-based public health. So you are having to constantly remind them or teach them and insert mm-hmm. what is proper and what is appropriate. And so it sharpened my skills in that way, but I didn't always get to use it. And so now I get to nerd out on data. I get to do research. I get to actually run through PDSA quality improvement cycles and work with providers and it's just really good. And so I'm excited. Um, but yeah, it was good. I passed my certified in public health exam. Congratulations. <laughs> I was so nervous when I tell you I was, it, that was nobody but God, because I was looking at that. Some of them questions like, why am I here? 
Why am I sitting here at this computer taking this proctored exam? Mm, but I ended up testing, Lord. I ain't standardized testing. testing. Mm-hmm. I ended up um, making a B, basically what the equivalent of a B is. Okay, so, we'll take it. We passed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I knew I wasn't gonna score perfectly because I don't do environmental and occupational public health, which is um, one of the sectors or like one of the concentrations of public health. And I don't do biostats, but I have to know biostatistics as an epi. So I knew I wasn't going to like make a hundred, like a perfect score, which I think they said 175. You could get 175 and I got 141. So I'm good with that. I know there that I, you know, I know that I'm a subject matter expert in my field and that's what makes me really happy to be out of that damn imposter syndrome because I had kind of set into that at my old place like you know you know like I said you don't get to use it all the time so you're like man do I really know what I'm talking about and I do I do so I'm excited anyway that is uh very familiar even uh even for a creative (laughs) oh no we all go through it Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can under I can empathize and understand where you're coming from on that one. Yep. Well, we're here, y'all. We had a nice little theme wrapped up and ready to go for y'all, but V can't be with us today. She's got some uh, school stuff to take care of. So me and Elle are just going to be shooting the shit with y'all. And hopefully you like this episode. If you, if don't, you don't, it's fine. You can let us it's know it ain't gonna hurt our feelings. No, it's not gonna hurt our feelings. I've I've been told worse. So <laughs> if you tell me you don't like a podcast episode that we do, that's fine. <laughs> right. Right, right. But yeah, um, so let's talk about married at first sight. <laughs> okay, this is for those like we've never talked about this on the show, but this is our secret pleasure that we mm-hmm. do off offline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we have like. Did we wrap you in this? I feel like I. Me you and v, v wrapped you and V roped me ah, into this. Sorry. <laughs> Nonsense. And now I'm glued. Well, to be fair, like I started like way late in the game, and then I kind of mm-hmm. went back. But now, like the most current up seasons are. I mean, they hitting, hitting with a lot of drama. But this is our outlet, y'all. So this is this is this is just uh us in trash reality TV. <laughs> yeah, you gotta ease your brain a little bit and watch something that doesn't require so many brain cells. But listen, mm-hmm. so I thought about this the other day. <clears throat> okay, so let me introduce what we're talking about. Married at First Sight. This is Atlanta season twelve, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and basically, it's this d bag on the show called Chris. His name is Chris. And I called it and. I called it. You know I called it. They, uh, they put him with this. He's a colorist. I called that from the beginning. I knew you he did. was going to be on some colorism shit. And they they paired the experts. So these experts, there are three different um, doctors, if you will. There's a reverend, a psychiatrist, and a psychologist. Is that right? Yeah. What is what? Dr. Viviana? Is she a, th- a family spe- therapist? She, no, she specializes in sex therapy. Sex therapy, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but they're all they all have doctoral yeah, degrees. They all credential. And these specialists go through these applications of people that want to be married at first sight, and they pair them together based on how good they look on paper, right? Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. what their commonalities are on paper. And I think this time. Well, a couple of times I feel like they was a little iffy in some of those seasons that I went back and watched. But this time, they got it all the way the fuck wrong because <laughs> Mr. Christopher is yeah. a is a is a douche and they paired him with this beautiful selected. He should not have been selected. He told them that he was already previously engaged. Twice. Two times. And 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 fairly recently, as in like weeks before the the show starts filming like that's that's how recent he was his last engagement was but 
I like and you cannot blame this on the panty for me. No, you mm. cannot say there was not qualified people mm-hmm. in Atlanta or the surrounding area. Because Atlanta don't give a damn about the panty. So you can't blame it they out on the there. panty. <laughs> they are out there. So um, if you if you was trying to recruit, you could have. You could have had a, mm-hmm. whole ca- a whole call like you did previously with your little mask mm-hmm. and, and uh, plexiglass uh, mm-hmm. dividers and such. But um, yeah, no, this is this. They picked some trash folks there's only one couple i think that's gonna make it maybe two vincent and brianna mm-hmm. but but i love them i've been loving them I since, do too. since they picked them that black and brown love i love it but let me so i said all that to say this mm-hmm. and i don't know why i'm tapping my phone you know how black you gotta tap something when it's serious okay <laughs> you fidgeting you gotta get your ink um every time every single season it feels like the black people got to start off rough. Why do black couples always start off rough? We always starting at a disadvantage. And that, dis- that can- even on a show where they picking your your spouse for you, we starting at a disadvantage every single fucking time. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the Dallas season with uh that big ass man. What was his name? He was a football the, player. You know, oh, you talking about the basketball player that went to UNT? Oh, basketball player. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can't remember I, his name. I don't remember but, his name either. He wasn't that memorable. <laughs> I didn't remember him on campus. <laughs> so I do remember his wife on the show. Her name was I, Mia, yeah, and she got she arrested for stalking somebody. <laughs> she made and then um, the Philly season, Sheila and uh, who was oh. her husband's name? Oh. Yeah. I see his face. I do too. He was a little crusty. Let me look. Hold on. Um. Anyway, I call her Sheila because that's how Pastor Cal say her name. But she was crazy as hell. Like the black folks always starting at it. Even on the one that y'all, so the very first one that y'all had me watching in South Carolina Mm, that was on Netflix. Yeah, that was on Netflix with uh, Iris. That was Charlotte. Charlotte, Iris, and um, Keith. Keith. Iris and Keith. Iris virgin ass. <sighs> Listen, be a virgin, okay? Be a virgin if that's what you want to be. But that can't but don't be come your soul a- identity. <laughs> that can't be, a- and it can't be before God. That, like she was putting, her mama was even trying to tell her, baby, you got to shift. Because you married now. You came <laughs> on this show. That <laughs> she was in the pool with her. She and was she did her like- <laughs> It was real prophetic shift. Like she was trying to move the atmosphere for her. Mm-hmm. Move that atmosphere, child. Iris, was, um, she was not budging, child. She's not budging. Uh, but also, uh, Pastor First Lady. What's their name? Mm-hmm. They was on that They're same season. Um, They're pregnant now. Deanna? Deanna and... Oh, gosh, what is his name? His, his, he got a little calm. Uh, Greg. Greg. Deanna and Greg, yeah, they wouldn't even. They didn't even get to start off on a good foot. Like they was like, she wouldn't even open up to him. Yeah, he was real patient though. I will say, like he he wasn't no, because the quality of dudes also have been for the brothers. I'm not I'm not man bashing. Mm -hmm. I'm not black man bashing either. But I'm just saying, the ones that they select on the show, we know there's better out there. That there is much, much oh, more. that was uh Married at First Sight Chicago with Sheila and um Nate. That was his name. And Sheila was crazy as hell. Mm. Did you see that one? Did you see that Yes, season? I did, but I you know, they just weren't my I wasn't in that invested in them for some reason. Yeah. It didn't seem like he really cared about her since the beginning. Philly was just a, a lackluster season all all the way together. I just think Philly was too, yeah. It just was, but yeah, it just feels like we always starting at a disadvantage on this stupid show, and I feel but like I think that's black it, people in gen- in life. I know black it's a reality, but damn, if I can't go on a show and start, I can't. I guess start, it is reality I TV. At, I can't start at an equal advantage anywhere in life. I just mm-hmm. think that it, it amplifies Nowhere. it too, and and also in marriage, which is sad because mm-hmm. that's just. As life as a black person, 
Like life. Everybody got baggage. Everybody, which, which it's okay to have. You just gotta be able to, Mm -hmm. you know, deal with it. No one comes in here without anything. But um, but I blame uh, this season. I blame the experts because blame it, blame them. That is, you can't tell me. Any in any way, shape, or form that y'all didn't catch not one inkling about Chris. Seriously, not one of his narcissism and I pegged him as colorism. soon as they started rolling. <laughs> soon as they started rolling on why that matchmaking episode. Yes, why is he here? Flashing his goo gods of shoes in an apartment, y'all. On one of them corporate style apartments, so it don't even look like that's his real furniture. Mm-hmm. It looked like he in like some kind of furniture. Fully furnished. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking about he all worked all worked up about his wardrobe and he got to look good and the things he wanted in his wife was like she needs to be God fearing was the first thing, but then mm-hmm. or woman of God however he you know phrased it, but then she need to be uh, very attractive and and very uh, you know ready to get get in the bedroom because he he was uh banking on a honeymoon baby and why this motherfucker gonna sit up here and tell her not to talk about their sex life with other people wasn't you talking about the honeymoon baby all you, ta- every all you talked about leading up until the wedding was sexy sex with your wife she need to be a freak she need to be this she need to be that all of it. then gonna ask Paige was she on contraception at the reception, yes. Mm-hmm. I would have contracepted these hands on his motherfucking eye. <laughs> Don't ask me no shit like that, man. We trying to get to know each other. Mm, I'm just trying to enjoy my fish. <sighs> you over here talking about birth control. Uh, sir? D- does she have I a high even... sex drive? Yes, that too. I mean, everything has been very sexual in his conversation, which is, there's nothing wrong with sex as a married couple, but mm-hmm. you can't tell me those those are red flags to me when you're not talking about the character of your of the woman you want to marry and then Mm -hmm. everything that he said that was family oriented was more of a reflection of him versus them together as a couple he's like our my last name is our brand and we need to like you know i hate (laughs) i hate that shit i cannot (laughs) fucking stand that shit my last name is my brand Um, i get i understand when people say it in terms of like legacy building like you really want to build generational wealth and and not generational wealth but generational health and and change that that uh the traumas that have been passed down from generation to generation from when we was stolen off our own land but the brand situation quote unquote that to me is nigga speak Okay. It's like for, he was trying to find shit in his life. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, Sir, you are not um, KKW Beauty. What is this? You are not Skims. You need to go stop. Like, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. And then the part that really messed me up when they first talked about him, and this is when I knew something was way off. This man said he couldn't get no job in Atlanta. Atlanta is the black mecca. You mean to tell me <laughs> there was no jobs available to you whatsoever? And then he says the only place that would hire him was a car dealership in Florida. Mm-hmm. And he drove. He didn't have enough money to get down there and get an apartment and have transportation. So he chose to rent a car and live out of the car for several months. And then he qualified that as being homeless. Sir homelessness is not a choice not a choice at all that was stupid shit that was dumb you just didn't because you could have got a metro car i don't know what public transportation looks like in florida but you could have rode the bus you working for a car dealership you couldn't negotiate that shit (laughs) negotiations listen to our negotiation episode y'all so you won't be living out of your car by choice Thank you. And okay. then you know how much a, a, a rental car be costed? And the, the one they showed for him was like a Chevy Camaro. You know that's a premium car. <laughs> you know that's at least $400. He make bad decisions because he want to seem like he, he's week. stunned. He's stunned. That's he what he's doing. Stunt. He needed to stunt. He should have used his brain and and, and, <laughs> and studied in that negotiation. That's what you should have mm-hmm. did. Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. Paige 
if you're listening and you haven't walked away, because we ain't seen all of the season, obviously. Yeah. Walk yeah. away, baby. I don't um, like to tell people to get a divorce, but get a divorce. Okay. No, this you didn't say divorce. You. you said annulment. Is what you said. Yeah, annulment. <laughs> Annul. Annulled. I would have walked out of that reception after he asked me, uh, do I have a high sex drive? Annulment. I would have raised uh, my hand. Well, Pastor Cal, annulment. And also, too, like, he t- he talked trash uh, about her to her friends. Mm-hmm. That was and like, the friends didn't even say nothing. She ain't got no good friends, child. I wish y'all would. I wish y'all would. I you know, I ain't going to do no shit like that. I'll be like, hey, what the hell, man? Nah, what boo. you doing? This, we I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I, ain't trying to, I ain't trying to rain on your day, but uh, this, ain't, <laughs> this ain't what you want. At first, I, I would have started by, you look good in your dress. It's <laughs> you look in great. all the right places. <laughs> but the groom, mm, don't know about him. Girl, the things he's saying right now. I don't, and he ain't, and he's saying I'm sober. Is That was the other issue. Sober. 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 Talking about, she, she, I don't find her. She's not my type. I don't really. I told to, y'all he was going to be on some colorism shit. I knew it. As soon as he said she got to be bad, like Instagram fine or some shit. Yes, yes. I was like, hell no. Nah. He want a 3A hair, light skin. <laughs> racially ambiguous. Racially ambiguous. Not even light skinned black woman. Racially ambiguous. You don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't stand looking at his face. Talking about she's. I'm not 100 percent attracted to her, but she got a fat ass. I'm like, oh. And no. is he somebody to be 100 percent attracted to? No. First of all, can we fix the spade? What is happening? <laughs> why is why is it so? Your haircut makes your head look wide. It does not fit your face. The proportions your face. It's you not slimming. And every time, oh, that was the other thing too. When he got like. When Pastor Cal told him uh, that he was going to get selected, he was getting his haircut. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you need to fire this bar- this barber. I don't know why you have him on television giving him any, 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 mm-hmm. any slack whatsoever. Like, no, 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 no. You do not need to put him on because he is obviously ruining your your image. He's not helping mm-hmm. you. Mm-mm. Oh, that's a hot mess. But y'all, we, we didn't gave away a lot of spoilers. So go watch it for yourself. But I did want to ask you, did you watch Malcolm and Marie yet? We oh, haven't watched yes. it. I you did watched, watch Okay. Just be, it's great. But just be prepared because it is all monologue. So. Okay. It's um, like a play. It's like theater. a play. It's like, it's theater. And okay. it is, it is beautifully done, beautifully shot. Um, I just know I had to have me some, um. What they call it in the theater when you take your act, your break? Intermission. I had to have me a couple of intermissions. It was just like, okay. <laughs> it was but okay. the music is awesome. Um, you know, uh, little Denzel Washington Jr. He do a great job, and um, mm-hmm. and and I love me some Zendaya. So yeah, enjoy. Okay, they did put cool. the playlist on um, Instagram, I think. So okay, I will be going okay. back to download that. But, um, yeah, we might watch it for Valentine's Day tomorrow because we watched uh, War Dogs last night mm-hmm. for movie night. So yeah, we might watch that. What other uh, black shit am I into? I it's not completely black shit, but you know I love me some Bridgerton. Oh yes, have you gotten uh, into it yet or no? Yes, I've, I watched it all in one sitting. <laughs> I, I I sure did. I felt very um, how 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 should we say proper as I <laughs> girl me and Marshall be running around here talking about your grace <laughs> your grace I know I know that's right y'all got a little y'all got a little princess Duchess running around yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how they uh, actually so you know historians really believe that Queen Charlotte was a black woman and I love how they just made her a black woman. No, here, don't whitewash the history. Come on, Shonda Lamb. Thank you, Shonda. Thank you. Yeah, and we gonna have I, more because th- how many books is there? Eight. Like, okay. uh, for one for every Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of my homegirls told me to read the books. They're really good too, and they give uh, the Duke Simon a lot more depth. And I was like, mm-hmm. who needs depth when you got Regis Jean Page? Like, I don't need depth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I was, it's so I was, like I was content, but um, I will. I can go back and read. 
It's really just, and this is probably because of Shonda Rhimes, but it's just cinematic excellence for me. Like mm-hmm. the actors and the the way that they chose the the choices they made in some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Like when um I don't know if you remember this part, but Daphne had uh the prince was about to propose to her in one of the balls. And mm-hmm. she ran out onto the courtyard and took off that necklace real quick. And then the dude came behind her and they were chatting. And he was like, are you really going to be happy? And she was like, how dare you question my choices? And she said something else. And she said, uh, he's perfect for me. I am going to be a princess. And she stomped her foot like a little bratty princess. And yeah. I thought that was a brilliant acting choice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, good show. I've watched it three times. <laughs> I might watch it a fourth. I need to you know. watch it again because I was just, you know, okay, for me with period pieces, I get mm-hmm. really distracted with all the um, the costumes and the mm-hmm. set design and like mm-hmm. the music. I'm like, it's so much. That's how I had, I like, I had to watch Hamilton like maybe four or five times before I like mm-hmm. really understood the whole story. So like mm-hmm. the first th- time I'm like just enamored. And then, mm-hmm. like, I I need to go back and watch so I can really, like, fully understand the storyline. I got the basics, mm-hmm. but I really need to know, like, I don't remember all the characters' names. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I watched it three times. And I think, so the first time, like you said, I was just enamored. The mm-hmm. second time, I noticed a lot of little things that I didn't notice before. The third time, it was really about all of that little those little bitty acting choices mm-hmm. and I think the next time I watch it I'm just going to enjoy the show because it's a great show you know what I yeah. mean yeah for sure but yeah I love the fact that it's so many black people and it proves I think um the actor that plays Lady Danbury she was saying in an interview that it just proves that diversity in period pieces works mm-hmm it works, and it, it doesn't, works. and it, and it doesn't mean like uh, the black cast is just all the the service people. Thank you. That's that's not what we talking about. We talking about actual contributing characters that build the story. That that's mm-hmm. what we mean. <clears throat> so. Yep. Snap, snaps for Shonda. She did amazing. Snaps for Shonda. Um, what other black shit am I watching? I think that's it. Well, okay. I have been watching For Life, which is on ABC. Okay. I heard that's good. That is good. Uh, It's produced by 50 Cent. At one point, he makes an appearance on the show. Mm -hmm. I could have did without, but it's his show. (laughs) 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 It just, to me, it, it it took away from... The, the actual storyline like we already had so many other villains I didn't need another mm-hmm. antagonist but mm-hmm. it is what it is so now the premise is like a, a black man is falsely accused and he's in prison um, innocent and he becomes a lawyer and starts defending other prison inmates and then to help build his case to get himself out <clears throat> but great show incredible cast and um like now now that he's out he's like actually still practicing as a as a lawyer but i won't give any more away but that's a that's a good one for me okay Um, yeah i'm gonna check that one out i do need to um check out judas and the messiah i started watching it um last is it triggering i'm sure it's triggering Uh, of course it is um um I was a little too. I started it too late to try to finish it. I'm gonna have to try to watch mm-hmm. it again tonight, but I'm gonna have to start mm-hmm. early so that I can watch something happy at the end. Yeah, because it 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 is gonna watch a comedy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or maybe yeah. I'll watch uh, Cinderella on Disney Plus since that's here. There you go. That's did you see Brandy's little uh, post? She mm-hmm. did like one of them. Um, you know, was she looking a little like busted challenge? Little, little, basically, yeah, a little crusty, but then she. Cinderella's up. Cinderella. Mm-hmm. I thought that was cute. Bippity boppity boo. I was I was here for it. That was. Only cute. thing is I'm a, I'm gonna be really sad when I see Whitney come on screen. 
I know. And uh, the half the the stepsister, cause she we lost her this year. I too. know. Yeah, yeah. But it's still it's yeah. still a beautiful um rendition of Cinderella. That's the only one I care about. Isn't it, it is. I've been watching old movies too. Money Talks. I stayed up super late last weekend watching that shit. Um, it's funny. It came out um, on like the previews after I finished something, and I was like, I thought of you. I was like. <laughs> um, I think I watched Jumping the Broom for the eighty mil- millionth time Girl, last weekend too. I love it. I don't know why I love mm-hmm. it. I, you know, sometimes um, Paula Patton, it's funny she, too. She be she be kind of playing a lot of them dingy characters. I hope I she thought the same damn thing. She be getting typecast like uh Gabrielle Union was like mm-hmm. as the mean girl, but um. I think she actually can act really well, but that mm-hmm. I love Jump in the Broom because it's like one of my bedtime stories. Oh, I'd be watching that. That was that in forty two was my like. Okay, I just need something to go to sleep to. Mm-hmm. I got you. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break for all black everything. I'm rooting for um everybody black. <laughs> I am. And here we are back at it with another all black everything. Shout out to the first black woman owned plant shop in Dallas. Funny thing is, the plant project is more than a plant shop. Located off of Roth Street in Dallas, Texas, owner Bree Clark looks to build a diverse community rooted in support and love. She created a space for not only women, but people of color in the Dallas plant world. Remember, this isn't a sponsored ad, but a trusted black business we encourage listeners to support. Better start your plant therapy. All right, y'all. We are back to the Clock and Am podcast shooting the shit episode. I probably call this something else because I don't know, you know if I want to name. think of something cute. Yeah, I'm a good episode namer. <laughs> I am. Maybe that's the name of the episode. <laughs> I'm a good episode namer. Skills and uh, assets. <laughs> hmm soft That's skills nice. on my resume <laughs> right <laughs> oh gosh i have been really impressed i will say with the tiktok generation um and their black history knowledge mm-hmm. because it feels like what well, my parents used to say we got to keep passing this knowledge on we got to keep passing this knowledge on so that y'all know it feels like we've been doing the right thing like they've passed it on to us we're continuously passing it on to generation z and generation z has now put it out into the world on and TikTok and all these learn. other play, yes. Yeah. And child, they can read somebody too. <clears throat> Boy, do babies reading? <laughs> I'm just curious though. What if I don't want? I'm not saying this is gonna become a problem, but right now, you know, these babies they going to college. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 haven't fully entered the workforce. I mm-hmm. really don't want this to be like a situation where they got to go back and clean up their pages. <laughs> So they can I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so because I think they're changing the narrative. I think mm-hmm. we as millennials have worked so hard to yeah. change the narrative around social media being our shit and mm-hmm. separate and segregated from what we do at work. And also that we can do both so that there is a is a dichotomy where it's they're both separate, but we can also do both and be really good at both. Mm. And showcase our personalities in both sides and still be scholars and professionals you know what I mean and so I feel like we worked as millennials really hard to change that narrative so Gen Z I think is not gonna have such a big issue I mean there's still old ass people working who are gonna be still stuck up that's my Mm -hmm. fear Mm. they're gonna be still stuck up and stuck in their ways but I do think Gen Z is gonna have it a little bit better just a little bit and that's what you want I, that's what yeah. you want. I, it kills me when we had all that. We still get all that shit about mm-hmm. you know, millennials. Like millennials don't want to work for nothing. We had so many haters. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be them old. That old generation hating on the new ones coming in. Like no, we did this work so that they could have it much easier than um than I did myself. So don't be complaining. Absolutely. When we come out in here talking about yeah, y'all doing some shit a little backward. Let's try some something different. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to you ain't got to be stuck in your ways. I'm all for improvement. Mhm. I have been um 
getting my feel full of black music as well as always it's not like I don't but for the, uh particularly this month for some reason I just been stuck on like 90s R&B just stuck <laughs> just like that, that's not a, a, a period of time for me that's every day like <laughs> I'm be missing out on all kind of new stuff they like Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when my brother must sister be like hit me up you ain't heard this yet i was like y'all know i'll be in the past sometimes like all the time really i feel that because 90s 90s r&b is a way of life okay it's, mm-hmm. just... it's a lifestyle <laughs> it's a lifestyle we were bred in that era born and it forged in the fire in that era i love all the videos coming back with the uh um tell me what you want tell me with mm-hmm. the choreography everybody doing the mm-hmm. one step like yes mm-hmm. you, you can't dance to that song any kind of other way you can't <laughs> try you cannot. it try it it don't work it don't fit and, and you know what i also think i've been trying to like distract myself from the impeachment trial and in, girl. the pandemic and i can't get sucked in i don't want to i just get this motherfucker out of here well, are they, they getting him out of here? Him this morning, I think. Girl, get the fuck. What? That was like the first thing that popped up on my phone, too. I was just like, God damn it. I'm not trying to start my Saturday this way. You lying to me, L. Are you sure? I I only read the headline, and they said Trump is acquitted <sighs> for the second time. I mean, I didn't read the article yet, and I know I should have, but I'm just not trying to... Um, ruin my Saturday just yet I will read it on Monday okay I'm sure they'll have plenty to say or maybe I'll watch tomorrow I'll watch and enjoy tomorrow because they're gonna give me the rundown anyway but I, just... I, I did see some of the um house managers I will say they did their the best job that they could have mm-hmm. but you still dealing with them same Republicans that acquitted mm-hmm. them the first time it wasn't yeah. a lot that they were able to convert <clears throat> right. especially when most of them were inciting the raw uh insurrection uh insurrection insurrection mm-hmm. them themselves so what was really irritating was like i think after after the house managers like finished presenting mm-hmm. their case like ted cruz and was it lindsey graham they their jurors on the impeachment trial and they go and talk to Trump's lawyers. Like, they conferring with each other. I'm like, ain't this some bullshit? That's ain't illegal, this- is it not? That shit sound illegal to me. It sound like white to me. It sounds like white. <laughs> I- That's the name of this episode. It so- sounds like white. Mm-hmm. This is some bull. It is. It's terrible. But at least we can, you know, say that he's the second... Uh, the first president to be impeached twice ever. But he's still going to get his, his money. He's still going to have a secret service for the, the rest of the time. That's the stuff that I was like. Some bull. And he, he gets to run again. He can run again. Well, see, that's why I, I need to finish reading the article. But yeah, that was the some of the stuff that they were trying to prevent with this impeachment. It was like the fact that he would get all that money and mm-hmm. We don't need to see him again. I'm praying the Lord just go ahead and take care of that. <laughs> not, not to say that he gonna take him out, but just you know, we don't need. He moved him. The out Lord of the is way. in control. Yeah, he moved him out yep. of the way for a reason. He don't need to. Come God is in control. Back. He ain't gonna do that. So I'm just gonna let him see it. Lord, keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. God is in control. Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> That is it. Well, sorry, you got anything else? Sorry, like we went from like being cathartic with this episode to being like hell depressing. <laughs> <laughs> that last what five minutes? <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's just the country the and we society live we live in. That's, we live That's in. what it is. You got anything else you want to shoot the shit about? Mm, I mean, I I did. Cause we talked earlier this week, and I, I think was that earlier this week or is that last week? And I was just like, I'm at, I, I ain't got no energy to talk about <laughs> the shit that's going on at work. <laughs> Did we? I just, yes. I, I was like, I'm, I'm, I've had it. I've had my fill. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, one, I really need people to just let me do my thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, 
I'm at that point where it's like, you don't want to give me exactly a, like a, a job description, exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. But yet, then there's like all these um, responsibilities that I that that you've verbally told me. Mm. But then, as I'm trying to get those get after those things and make sure I'm I'm doing at least those things, the the verbal things that you've ta- we've talked about, you gonna go ahead and try to like do it do it for me and not consult with me and not tell me and not. I'm just that's like, frustrating. I I can't. I can't deal with this anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> either you want me to do my job or you're going to do my job for me. I know how to put my feet up and just collect my check. Mm. If that's if that's what it's boiling down to. Preach a word. Because honestly, what you're asking for don't really cover uh, the allotment of, of coinage that's mm. in, my, <laughs> in my bank account. You asking yeah. more, for more sugar than a dime. Not so, allotment of coinage. <laughs> my allotment, my, 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 look, you only going to get what you pay for. That ain't what you're paying for right at this point. Mm. <laughs> so, I'm just, I think it will get better. One, I have to stop caring so much, which is mm-hmm. sad. But my previous manager told me, like, she gave me that advice. Like, now that you're a manager, you're going to really have to lower your expectations for a lot of people. Mm. I'm like, I really don't want to. I operate yeah. at a level of excellence, and everyone else should too. Yeah. What? Why are we here? If we that's some sage ass. advice. <laughs> I know it was such good advice. I'm really trying to remember it when I be at that point, like mm-hmm. when the when the Creole get right here at the top. Mm, of the not up at the tippy top. <laughs> I be having to like cut off my camera because I'm like. Breathe, 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 mm-hmm. breathe. I be acting like I'm going to get like a package. Or I, or mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody second. at my door. Somebody's at the door. One second. <laughs> Video off. I can't believe these people. <laughs> 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 then said, "Are you serious right now? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I just told you. Let me real serious." Uh the hierarchy i mean the 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 hierarchy and the bureaucracy just is it it gets in the way of so much i mean it really does at every single organization it doesn't matter your industry it gets in the way of doing such great work yes all i like like i said like i say in every opening i just want to do my job Mm. (laughs) i just want to do my job y'all ain't getting away but I'm learning to let go. I'm learning to let go. You you'll have to, especially as a manager, to be at peace. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. I'm like, okay, that's the best. No, and and I have to document like that. So yeah, I just be taking so much time and energy. I know. But you gotta cover yourself. You do have to cover yourself, and I hope that the Lord keeps you covered too, friend. I'll be praying for you. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, it's not all bad, but right now it's just it's just chaos. And yeah. I, just, I don't. One, it's not necessary. Right. When you plan for things, you don't have to be in a world of. Chaos. I digress. <laughs> Let's talk about something fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have no more fun shit to talk about. I think I got chocolate for the first time in a long time, some candy, because it's Valentine's Day. So my husband brought me flowers yesterday and some chocolate. (laughs) One day, I'll be sharing the same. (laughs) If y'all haven't figured out by now, (laughs) Elle is single. (laughs) Elle is single. She's ready to mingle safely in a panty. In the panty. Mm I also am off on Monday because my new org observes President's Day. Oh, isn't that fabulous? Mm-hmm. I think they call it Washington's Day, actually, or something like that. So, anyway, I don't know. I didn't ask. It's an off day. 
All I know is <laughs> I have. I won't I be logging see, in. I have eight hours paid, mm-hmm. and I ain't got to do nothing. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I have to work Monday, but I definitely took off Thursday and Friday. What's Thursday and Friday? I just time. I <laughs> <laughs> PTO. That's what it is. PTO is classified as PTO. Is what it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Out of office. <laughs> A holiday called PTO. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me no questions. Don't hit me no. Don't hit me up. I'm not checking emails. Mm-hmm. I won't be there. I'm gonna get that nice. Uh, I love that good out of office notification. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for your message. Thank but... <laughs> you for your this email. However, I will be returning on Monday. <sighs> if this was an emergency, you know who to talk to. Mm-hmm. Well, friend, let's wrap this up. You have any advice for the coming week for our listeners, our black women working? Take the PTO if you got it, girl. I did check my If you count. got it, work it. It's pretty high. I definitely would be taking some more PTO. <laughs> Do it. Here and there. Here and there. Here and there. But, uh, yeah, enjoy it. Live uh, live your blacky black life in this blacky black history uh, month. And, uh, you know, if you ain't got nobody, go ahead and celebrate Valentine's. Love yourself. Well, Valentine's will have passed. But you can still love yourself every any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> any and every That's day. That's good advice for any day. For sure. What's your advice for the week, my love? Um, Get some rest. Get some rest, y'all. That goes along with taking your PTO, but... Go to bed at night. I know this panty got us up binging Netflix, binging Bridgerton, trying to watch all the old black shows they putting on Netflix. Get on bed at a, at a decent time so you can get you some eight hours, okay? Because yeah. it's good for the mental, physical, emotional, everything. You function well on rest. Everything restores itself at night. You, Your muscles, if you're working out like I am, your muscles rejuvenate and get get bigger and stronger, whatever. I have to let my husband tell you about that. But, mm-hmm. but you see how all your biology. Though, you know, she said those who are working out, she know working out. <laughs> Go ahead, though. I ain't trying to shade you, friend. <laughs> I just know some people are trying to, like, take it easy because the pandemic is stressful. Mm-hmm. And also, speaking of the panty, y'all, sit the fuck down. Can y'all sit the fuck down? I understand that y'all are getting fatigued because I am too. My family is too. But the longer, first of all, our government should have been shut us down again. Because the longer we try to get back to normal when we don't have any tools to do so, the more we're going to be in this pandemic. And so if y'all can sit y'all asses down for just one fucking second that's all we asking that's all we are asking it's not gonna be just one second though it's probably gonna be till like september uh, <laughs> or you or yeah. like literally if we if we could have a a, a nationwide shutdown again mm-hmm. that is for at minimum a month we could alleviate the stress on some of our hospitals mm-hmm. a lot of our hospitals well, and hospital systems we could slow the transmission of this virus. The numbers are better, but not good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, we could get a lot more people vaccinated faster. Just shit just would go better. Like, stop. Atlanta's supposed to have a cheer weekend, a cheer competition with 40,000 people coming to it. Yes, yes. Atlanta is the one of the main culprits out here. Fooling, and I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna pick on Atlanta because Texas is doing the fucking most. All, Y'all, all major cities are. <laughs> all major cities. All major. Cities. You can relax for a second. Y'all can relax. Mm-hmm. And double masking also is effective. The CDC um, just put out published research says double masking is effective in uh, more effective in slowing the transmission of the virus versus single masking if you're going to single mask that's fine but double mask if you can um what else get vaccinated when it's your turn 
I know some of y'all think it's going to turn us in the horns and they're going to put a chip. Let me tell y'all something. A vaccine is the, the, the syringe that they use to put the vaccine in your motherfucking arm is not big enough to put a chip in your body. That's first off. Second off, you all got a smartphone. You already chipped. They don't need to chip you. <laughs> They follow us every fucking where. I don't know why y'all don't think we already being followed and we chipped in these cell phones and shit. And this computer. <laughs> they want, They already have the information they need, okay? They, they already need. have it. They already have it. They already have it. The vaccine is safe to take if you are hoping to get pregnant. I know some people have questions about that. The vaccine is safe if you are pregnant. The The Vaccine is safer. If you're pregnant, it's safer to get the vaccine than it is to get COVID-19. Okay. Um, wash your hands. Continue to wash your hands diligently. Don't touch your face when you're out and about. Don't touch your mask. The mask goes over your nose. <laughs> I can't believe we can so say that. Like, and it's not that people don't fucking get it. Y'all just being belligerent at this point. Okay. People, it's not that people don't get it; they know. And anyway, like, it, it, it don't make if it makes sense. Like, if you stop talking so much, like you may not be that comfortable. Like, I, I love the mask because it it creates a lot of quiet time. I ain't gonna mm-hmm. hear a lot of yakety mm-hmm. yak, and then mm-hmm. you know, it it just we don't really need we need don't need all that extra. Okay, mm. cover your nose up and just close your mouth. Yeah. Yep. This is the time where you need to shut up. <laughs> That's it. And That's if you got it. to go have a conversation, you need to carry your ass back to wherever you came from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and call that me. person. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that's my advice for the week, y'all. So, I guess we clocking out, Elle. Yeah. This was fun. We'll see y'all. Be good. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.